This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem is piling on to conservative backlash against the retail giant Target over its pride collection, including tuck-friendly swimwear. And to South Dakota Public Broadcasting's Lee Strubinger reports, she's criticizing the company for donating to a Native-led nonprofit. Governor Noem is joining calls to boycott the company by pointing to donation it has made to Indian Collective, a social justice organization in Rapid City that calls for returning the Black Hills to the Lakota. In an appearance on Fox and Friends Wednesday morning, Noam said the group is anti-American. And this is a very extreme organization that's raising these dollars from nonprofits such as Target and going forward and buying land and using it to infiltrate our American way of life and our value system. Noam says the group wants to shut down Mount Rushmore. It's kind of madness that we're in this era that efforts to fight for social justice are being villainized. That's Nick Tilson, the president of Indian Collective, the group Noam is criticizing. He says Mount Rushmore is a symbol used to obscure indigenous history in the United States. If we're going to achieve racial justice and a reckoning and a healing in this country, the only way to do that is to tell the true history of this country. And I think that in the future, Mount Rushmore could be a place that that happens. Target Corporation has not returned requests for comment. 24 hours after Noam's appearance on Fox and Friends, the term-limited governor sent out a message through a Republican fundraising text bank linking to her political action committee. I'm Lee Strupinger in Rapid City. Alaska is mourning the loss of an Inupiaq artist who wanted to leave a legacy for future generations. To learn about the history and culture of Alaska natives, as KMBA's Rhonda McBride reports, he leaves behind many contemporary art fans who loved his carvings, sculptures, and paintings. Joe Sinungatuk was born in Wales into a traditional Inupiaq life of hunting and fishing. He later studied art at the University of Alaska Fairbanks and the San Francisco Arts Institute. As a young man, Sanungatuk fought against producing commercial art aimed at tourists, which at the time was the only market available for Native artists. Instead, he used his art to tell stories about his Inupiaq culture and its struggles to survive in a modern world. His wife, Martha, says his pieces weren't always pretty, but they had a lot to say. There's boards of people that just want to make pretty paintings. I know he is one of a kind that could not just create something that people admired, but something that will last for hundreds of years. Sanangatuk was a student of indigenous art the world over. In an interview with Alaska Public Media's Lori Townsend, he said the ancestors of Native peoples used art to tell stories. The original purpose of them were to give birth to an idea, to a dance, to a ceremony that would celebrate a new life. Most recently, Sanungatuk was an elder-in-residence at Alaska Pacific University, where you could often find him carving and talking with students about Native culture. Sanungatuk said his culture was inspiration for all his work, and although his life was far from smooth, he once said cutting into soft wood with a sharp blade felt like a knife sliding through butter, a feeling he enjoyed all his life. I'm Rhonda McBride. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the National Indian Education Association's 54th Convention and Trade Show held in Albuquerque starting October 18th. Education sovereignty. It begins with us. Early bird registration ends July 18th at NIEA.org. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.